to another edition of the Unicorns Podcast. This is a podcast series featuring business leaders, motivators, innovators, and general go-getters. Well, if you're anything like me, our listening habits have changed remarkably over the last couple of years. First, there was digital radio, then podcasts, and now there are a lot of streaming services available for consumers to use. One of the new players in the streaming music industry is Mood Agent. It's been going for about six months and it's really getting some market traction globally. The general manager of Mood Agent in Australia and New Zealand is Tom Mee and he joins me now. G'day Tom, welcome to the program. Hi Justin, thanks for having me. Okay, so tell our listeners Tom, what is Mood Agent? Yeah, so Mood Agent is a subscription streaming service. Um, it is comparable to some others in the fact that it is available with over 70 million tracks and uh, is accessed primarily through your mobile or your desktop computer, but it does have a pretty key difference. So what Mood Agent does is it really leans into AI and machine learning technology to focus on recommendations and discovery. And what mm-hmm. we mean by that is how, how you can find a different music based on your listening preferences or even the moods you're in. So it's really interesting technology. It's fairly new in the market um, for Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, but it's an app we're really excited about bringing and, and growing the audience of here. Okay, so how does it actually work? Yeah, great question. So the key difference, I mean, Mood Agent has all the features that a typical streaming service would have. Mm-hmm. But yep. the key difference is, is what we call Mood Agents and hence the name. And what these are is basically, to take a step back, is Mood Agent's technology analyzes an audio file to find out what the characteristics are in it. And so we take about 30 characteristics from a song. This might be things like instrumentation or timbre or genre, uh, vocals, all these things. And we, we add them up and create an emotional score for that track. Okay, yeah. And then you can use this emotional score to find other songs that would fit the bill um, in in a listening experience. So you can use any particular track to start a mood agent, and then this will create a playlist that that takes into account all those characteristics of that track that you like um, and Mm -hmm. creates a playlist off the back of that. And then on top of that, you can then interact with our mood sliders, which allows you to change the playlist based on any <laughs> any particular mood or characteristic. So if you're particularly angry or I've got road rage or of you know whatever, I'm just chilling out. It can it can sort of what it can sense that, or I can I can say you know play, play some angry music. Yeah, well, a bit of both. So actually, within within that mood agent that you've created, there is five sliders. One of them is in fact angry. Um, we have sensual, tender, happy angry and then tempo so you can adjust any of those and it will mm-hmm. it will change the experience and the playlist for you um, so that can be done on the fly while you're listening to it you might say okay this is, this playlist is good but i'd like to have a bit more of a, of a happy characteristic to it slide the slider and it will readjust it you can also bring in new tracks and add those into the listening pool so it adjusts the playlist based on those two selections of tracks or artists or what have you, and then then adjust the mood sliders based on the listening experience. It's really cool and really fun and interactive technology. So is it similar to if I'm watching um, Netflix and, you know, it picks up some of the shows that I've watched and then it makes suggestions based on my viewing history? Is that the same sort of idea behind the, the playlists and the moods? Yeah, that's you could say that's a bit of a comparison there because it is similarly algorithmic um, learning that is helping curate that experience for you and make it more personalized and and deeper to you. I guess 
What's slightly different with Mood Agent is the interactivity. So in a lot of those experiences, it's kind of one way. It's, it's fairly passive. So Netflix yes. will guess what you're, mm-hmm. you're listening to and you can skip that selection or you can choose that selection. Um, so watching, sorry. You can, you can choose that selection, but you can't interact with it too much, um, apart from maybe a, an up or down thumb. Uh, with Mood Agent, you can use those different uh, mood sliders to interact with it a bit more and really tell the, tell the machine learning, tell the app, what you're what you're wanting to hear and we take that uh, once we get to know you we take that a step further where you don't even have to use a song to start it you can actually just slide the slider up and say i want something happy and we will do your version of happy and serve you a playlist that is that we we think you are would, would suit a happy mood for you <laughs> and so um how often do you get that right i presume it's a bit of trial and error to make sure that you know your version of the mood agent's version of happy is the same thing that the listener is looking for. Yeah, well, that's that's the brilliant thing about it is it's because we don't actually take one one view of happy um, across the app. It is based on what you've listened to previously and those emotional characteristics of the tracks that you've listened to. Uh, and saying that to get this technology to where it is now, we have these musicologists in the business, um, and they are professionals that come from music journalism. What is a musicologist? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an interesting role and one I actually haven't come come across prior. But these are these are people that have a deep understanding of music, whether it be the culture of music, um, how songs are made, the instrumentation. Um, some of them come from university backgrounds, journalism backgrounds, music editorial backgrounds. And they have done the work previously trying to training the algorithms, going, listening to music and putting in some of the characteristics, identifying some of those things um, and helping train the emotional scores and characteristics of those tracks. And these people are doing it on a local basis. It's actually also why we have um, offices around the world. It's one of the character, one of the reasons why is because we want these musicologists to really hone in on local culture, lo- local sounds and local popular music um, and make sure that the app is is taking those into account when it's serving your version of happy or you're curating your listening experience. Mm. So I think you said, Tom, at the start, you have 70 odd million tracks through Mood Mood Agent. So where does all of that music come from and how do you get it into the app? Mm, Great question. Uh, So, I mean, it's it's made by creators and artists all around the world, obviously. Um, and we, we receive it via our, our content partners. So these might be record labels or distributors or aggregators, um, depending okay. on what yep. route those, those artists and their teams take to deliver the music to us. So obviously you're, you've launched in Australia. You're also, the app is available in New Zealand. How has the launch gone in, uh, I think it's been six months or so. Talk us through uh, that experience. That's right. It's been six months or so since we've launched in Australia and New Zealand. Um, I, I should point out that our headquarters are in Denmark and Copenhagen, and we also have offices in India and uh, Germany as well. So while it's six months here, the, the company and the, the app itself has a longer history in other parts of the world. Since launching, though, the, the response has been fantastic. We've been really impressed with how users are using the app, how artists and the industry has taken up to such a different experience and and embraced it in terms of um, doing marketing with them and, and the education curve as well that comes with using technology that's slightly different. But I think there's a lot of demand for it. Streaming as music streaming, um, as a concept and, and as a process for listening to music is not particularly new. I mean, some of the first apps to do this came out about 10 years ago, if not earlier. Um, and so I think there is a demand for 
where there is a desire for what's next in music streaming. We're, we're seeing music become ubiquitous in our lives and be integrated into so many parts of it, whether we're exercising, playing games, listening to music while we're working at home. Um, so I think people are always looking, and this digital transformation that's happening is people are always looking for something new, and that's what we've been ambitiously, ambitiously trying to deliver here. And it, the response has been really good. We've done some um, interesting marketing partnerships, uh, which we can talk about in a bit, but we're really, yeah, really impressed with the response so far. We do think it's the beginning of the journey. We have, um, we're still working on a lot of product features in the background with Mood Agent. Um, one of them called Mood Agent Moments, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's that about? Yeah, I'll touch on that one for a bit. So it takes, I guess, we've talked previously about using music as the input to start your mood agent or your listening experience. Mm-hmm. But we can actually take that experience one step further. So Mood Agent Moments integrates short form video into the app and uses that to spark your listening experience. So you could be sitting at the beach, take out Mood Agent the app, use the video recorder within the application to, to film the scene in front of you. And our, our algorithms and machine learning will, will read what's in the image and create a playlist that's personalized to you based on what it sees. Amazing. Really? Okay. So it's like your, your own soundtrack in, um, you know, at the beach or the park or wherever you are. That's right. You can soundtrack your life based on your, <laughs> the experiences you're having and that'll be personalized to you, which is, we think is really cool. And there's a lot of social features that go alongside that. So can I presume um, the music that you've got available through Mood Agent, the songs are not just in English, right? If you're available in other countries, it's it's suitable to those uh, national languages. That's right, yeah. So the, the content itself is, is localised and the app is localised in other markets as well. Obviously, in Australia and New Zealand, we're an English-speaking country, so that is the language we go with yes. here, but it's not yep. the case in other parts of the world. Um, it's another big part of why we have local teams, though, is to make sure that the localization of the app happens, whether that be language or musical culture or preferences, uh, popularity of different artists around the world, um, all those things as part of localizing it. Because while streaming may be global, I think audiences are local and mm. music scenes are definitely local. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good point you, you make. So the streaming service landscape is a busy one. How does Mood Agent stand out from the crowd? I think it's the listening experience that really makes Mood Agent stand out from the crowd. It is, there is as I said before, there's a lot of ubiquity in, the, in music streaming. A lot of services have the same catalogue. But what we're trying to do is create a different experience. And that's what I think Mood Agent does differently. And it surprises and delights users when, when they try it and get their hands on it. Um, I also think we're trying to engage in the, with the music industry in a unique way. We're trying to shine a light on artists and, and sounds and genres that may not be exposed through other more popular streaming services. Uh, mm. And so that's a big part of what we're trying to do as well. So obviously you're up against some competition, uh, mm-hmm. name, namely two big goliaths in Apple and Spotify and probably others. So how, what's it been like as a, as a startup business, albeit going for a few, few years now, trying to take on the the big heavyweights the incumbents with um with a streaming service it's exciting i think there's there's still a lot of opportunity in the streaming space um well while there is some big heavyweight competitors as you say um there is still opportunities in the way that people want to engage and, and engage with music and look for new experiences so 
I don't think we pay too much attention to what the competitors are doing, but we really focus on the users and the, the artists and how we can serve them best because we believe by serving those constituents and those stakeholders in the business, we can actually create an experience that, that does enrich their lives. And maybe this is a companion to other streaming services or maybe it's the, the sole streaming service they use. Um, we believe there's so much opportunities out there. So obviously um, in Australia, we are hopefully coming out of lockdown now. I think things are certainly brighter, but the, the last, say, six months has been a bit tough. Has has that been reflected in the music we've been listening to as Australians? Have you been able to sort of dive into the back end of the, the app and do a, crunch some numbers on the data to see what we've been listening to during lockdown? Yeah, absolutely. We have. Um, and from our perspective, it really comes down to the moods and as you'd expect, at the beginning of lockdown, things things did take a bit of a turn <laughs> to the worst. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's quite interesting. We also see, but then it has improved since then, and the happier kind of playlists. Yeah. But I think it's also seasonal is one of the things that um, influences what people listen to. We've also seen a bit of a shift to catalog listening. I think. I mean, I would. What's that? So this is music that's older than kind of twelve to eighteen months, um, and can go back into you know your childhood or how however far mm, back you go. That's more my style, yes. <laughs> well, I think a, a bit of um, a result of of the pandemic and the lockdowns that have been happening is people being pushed out of their comfort zone in other parts of their lives have gone to music for a source of comfort and something familiar. So, I mean, this is my hypothesis on why the catalogue listening hasn't increased, but we really have seen um, a shift to, to the music that people know and love. So you've done some partnerships, as I understand. You mentioned uh, very briefly, uh, Splendor in the Grass uh, was one partnership. Talk us through what happened there. Yeah, absolutely. So we partnered with Splendor XR, which was a, a, a world first and definitely a first in Australia in terms of a, a metaverse festival. This took it took place all online um, within an application and you could visit different stages, walk around the, the digital version of the the iconic festival, Splendor in the Grass, um, and experience different things. Hopefully without the sniffer dogs. <laughs> without the sniffer dogs, <laughs> but with all the cheer and festivity that comes with it. This included yep. being able to kind of order drinks online, uh, visit the different um, merch tents. We had a mood agent booth in there. We were offering um, people that swung by extended trials of the app and telling them a bit about it. It was a really interesting and cool experience. So if I'm listening to this podcast and I've not heard of mood agent and I've you know, I li I'm liking what I what I hear. How do I? What do I do? How do I download Mood Agent? And how does it like? Does it cost anything? What, what's the What's your commercial model? Yeah, um, it's available in all the app stores. Um, so mm -hmm. it's 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 mobile first. So primarily based on those platforms. So whether it be the Apple App Store or Google Play, um, you can download the app from there. We offer a 14 day free trial mm -hmm. um, with no no details required, and then you can extend that to 45 days by by giving up your credit card details there. And beyond that, we move to a monthly subscription model. Um, it really is a premium service we're creating here. So we don't want to have advertising or anything like that. So we do rely on that monthly subscription. So, and, and has, has the pickup been um, been encouraging? It has been, yeah. Around the, around the world, we've had great numbers and locally we've seen some great numbers as well. Um, well, I won't share the specifics. We can say it's we're really going after a particular target audience that um, is the music fan, and we've found the, really encouraged by the uptake so far. So, Tom, from a business perspective, um, you've, you have partnered with um, a few 
uh, big brands. How important has that been to align yourself early on with some of the some of those big brands to get some credibility in market? Um, I think it's been very important. I think basically the opportunity for us is partnering with specific brands or um, partners that we have in the content world is um, the access to the audience. We're looking for partnerships where we're aligned with the audience that um, are fans of that brand. So in the in the case of Splendor XR, we know that Splendor goers and Splendor lovers are real music fans. They're, they're right in the demographic of where we think um, people will enjoy mood agents. So that's why we're pursuing those partnerships. In saying that in the business context, we're also looking for ways to distribute the app and get it in front of people, um, really get people engaged with the experience, that whether that be through extended trials or content offerings. Um, we, we like to engage with the music industry as well. So opportunities to co-create content and, and share some up and coming and developing artists who, and introduce them to new audiences is very much a part of what we're trying to do. So partnerships that fit that bill um, is something we're very interested in. And of course, we'll continue to keep doing them. We are a, a startup and a challenger brand and anything we can do to, to partner with brands that have a similar ethos to us, we will definitely keep pursuing. You mentioned earlier that Mood Agent was founded in Denmark. How did all of that come about? What was the what was the initial idea uh, behind Mood Agent, and how did it all get going? Yeah, that's a great question. So our founders actually founded the company some time ago, back actually when Nokia mobiles were the were the predominant mobile device. <laughs> the fifty one ten. Exactly, yeah. um, and so these. So basically, at the time, our founders, our founders, Peter and Michael, were really interested in how you could cur curate music experiences when people still had downloads on their phone. Mm. So they so they built the technology. To, to cut a long story short, they built the, the technology in an earlier form of what it is today that does analyze music libraries and puts them into these mood-based genres. Um, the company then evolved to other applications, so working with some of our music partners, music publishers and things to help them make sense of their catalogs and how these could be categorized and, and sorted more efficiently. And then extended to other applications like apps on Spotify. So one of the earlier uses of Mood Agent was as an application on Spotify. And this was before Spotify was doing its own playlisting. It was helping curate the music experience for others. Um, but then the real opportunity came around a couple of years ago when when the people involved in the company and others um, thought that why don't we make our own streaming service we have this fantastic technology um, it's world class in the way in the way it reads and analyzes music we want to put it in the hands of users and not through other parties but do it ourselves and that's kind of the birthplace of the app as it stands today so how big is the business tom how many people globally, not just in Australia, mm -hmm. would be working uh, for Mood Agent? There's about 180 staff and in, in offices in those countries in which we're live, with more on the way. I mean, it's a, it's a big undertaking. And as we launch more countries, each one of those, we really believe in localizing the offering, mm -hmm. putting people on the ground to make sure they're engaging with the industry, um, curating for culture and the musical presences in those markets, um, and doing all the localization that comes with launching um, something like a music streaming service. Well, I was going to ask that. So you've got Denmark, if I'm right, India, Germany, Australia, and New Zealand. That's right. Um, I hope I haven't missed any. What um, What's next? You might not be able to tell me, but I'm, I'm keen to get a sense of, um, you know, the big picture vision behind Mood Agent and where it might uh, be looking next. 
Yeah, so we have a couple more countries on the roadmap um, in the next say, six months, but ambitiously we're looking to launch in a bunch more in the next year. So on the country side of things or the markets, we're definitely looking to expand and at a fairly quick rate. On the products, product side of things, we're, we're iterating and always trying to improve the experience. We're introducing Mood Agent Moments, which is the video feature I, I mentioned mm, earlier. I do like that one, yeah. Yeah, so we think that's gonna be um, really special and provide something really unique beyond the, the unique experience we already have. So we're really excited about that. Um, and continuing to iterate and, and engage with the local industry. We think we're just getting started here in Australia and New Zealand. Um, so we have lots more plans in terms of marketing, in terms of editorial opportunities and the way we're going to promote the app introduce users to new artists um actually at the moment it's australian music month and we're working on a few things that that shine a light on some of the genres and and mm. creators that work behind the scenes in the australian music industry um because we think that works really important too well if you look at the music industry particularly in australia but it's um indicative of what's happened globally during COVID. It's been hit very hard by coronavirus. Mm -hmm. live, live music essentially stopped, the big events stopped, the festivals, carnivals. Yeah. Um, so how have you seen that? And are we, uh, the industry, on the, on the road to recovery? Yeah, I think it's been incredibly difficult for a lot of people in the, in the music industry over the past two years or so. Um, throughout this pandemic. Um, but I do think now we are we are seeing the beginning of a recovery and I'm an optimist. I think with all the digital transformation that's occurred and the opening of borders and live music coming back, the music industry will come out of this stronger than ever. Um, there is there is more engagement and appetite for digital music services. So that increases your audience, which then leads on to more live shows, more merch sales. So we can really hopefully um, give artists and, and the industry that supports or surrounds them um, more opportunities and more ways to make money to to build audiences to to connect with fans and all those things that makes the the music industry and the, and the culture of Australia and New Zealand so vibrant. What can you tell us, Tom, about the people who are listening to music through Mood Agent? Do you have more men or more women? on the platform and how old are they? Uh, fairly even split at the moment between genders, but I don't think there's really an age d demographic that is kind of making up the bulk of the service. It's quite mm -hmm. spread out. And I think what this comes down to is what we believe is the opportunity for the app and in, in general is not actually dividing our audience by age or demographic, but by, by their habits. We're looking for music fans and that's who we're really marketing, marketing to. We're looking for fans um, that want to have new experiences. They want to discover more artists. Um, they're not just interested in the top 20. They want to take some of the music they know and love and, and go on a listening experience, a discovery experience based on those things, um, which is really the core feature of what Mood Agent does. So that's the best way I think I would categorize our audience um, and the audience we aspire to have as well. And do you have any stats, Tom, on how long people per session might stay in the app listening to music? Is it is it literally in the car going to the shops and I'll just pop it on for one song or is it like, you know, hours and hours on end? Uh, we, yeah, it's, it's the latter more, more or less. We do see extended listening periods. Uh, there was an IFPI report that says people spend about 18 and a half hours or, or something close to that listening to music per week. And I think that's just due not only to music streaming services, but the pervasiveness of music in our lives today. Um, but music streaming and saying that does take up a big portion of that listening. And we're seeing similar trends on Mood Agent. And finally, Tom, we might finish it here. Why are people 
tuning in to Mood Agent and listening to music through your app. There are there are so many things that people could be looking at or listening to, whether it's in a traditional radio or podcast or whatever. They're spoilt for choice. Mm-hmm. So why are they why are they coming to Mood Agent? I think they're coming to Mood Agent because it's a unique experience. It's engaging and really does recommend artists and music experiences that that are unique the discovery element is so central to this and we we know users and fan music fans are always looking for to discover new music um, and that's why they come to mood agent it's a really engaging experience it offers so many interactive and and different features so i think once what we've what we're seeing is once people try it they are really coming back for more and coming back for more well, let's let's finish with a plug for Mood Agent, Tom. Um, tell our listeners how you can download the app and how to get into it. Yeah, sure. So Mood Agent's available on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Um, simply download the app, sign up for our free trial, and you can jump right into the experience and give it a go. Well done, Tom. Thank you very much. That's Tom Mee, General Manager, Australia and New Zealand for streaming music service Mood Agent. Tom, all the best for the future, and thanks for coming on to The Unicorns today. Thanks, Justin. All the best.